certainly seemed like a lot of people were getting a little more physical over the long weekend, with it being family day, sharing some family time in the great outdoors. Uh, I heard the provincial lakes were uh, busy. Uh, the lakes dotted with uh, ice fishermen because it was a free ice fishing weekend. There were certainly a lot of dog walkers in my neighborhood. And if you drove Ring Road, you probably noticed some of the tobogganers in the ditch. A lot of toboggan holes were busy, uh, hills were busy. And uh, I suspect, too, with uh, no school this week, the outdoor rinks, the boarded ones, they're at least open uh, after the uh, non-boarded rinks kind of took a thrashing during that mild spell a few weeks back. But uh, out at Mission Ridge, too, it's been super busy with skiers, snowboarders, snowboarders, and uh, uh, even those who want a toboggan. That's right, you can toboggan down the... Uh, the Boggan Hill there now, too. Substantial snow base there, about 26 inches. Joining me now is Anders Swenson from Mission Ridge. Welcome back, Anders. Yeah, thanks for the call. Last time we spoke in December, you may not have been quite as optimistic as you are now, given the mild weather that we were having at the time. How's it been going since, buddy? We've had some challenges, for sure. I mean, we, we got going not too much later than we typically do. We were open on the 16th of December, but it was a amount that we were able to open right with the with the marginal temperatures leading up to the season so certainly turned around since then that cold snap in january give us the opportunity to finish our making making all of our snow and and now with the fresh stuff that's fallen it's uh things are looking real good given the late start and uh, the extra effort and money you had to put into making snow around the clock do you expect it to make uh, a profit this time around or is it going to be tough uh, with the late start as far as snowfall and what happened no i i think we'll be fine greg like i mean we we bank on the Christmas holidays and the February break to that's that's our opportunity to get further in the black. Our school program is still uh, the bread and butter that we operate with here. So fortunately, we've been sold out on our school program now. I think since mid December, you know, those weekdays are are what are what pay the bills. So we'll be just fine. I'm glad to hear that. And props to you too, by the way, my youngest, uh, she's skiing a little more thanks to uh, Mission Ridge going through school and she just loves the program. So good on you guys for uh, uh, supporting that and uh, working with the schools on it. How will you welcome students out of school though? What's the plan? Plan is uh, staff as many people as we possibly can. I know snow school, I was chatting with our snow school director this morning. She's working hard to make sure that she's got lots of people available for lessons. The biggest thing for on holidays and weekends is book early, right? So walk-up lessons are, are are almost a thing of the past so you want to make sure that you're booking well in advance we've got dozens of instructors but it does fill up and is that all available online anders yeah you bet jump on the website under resort information you'll see the lessons tab and you can request a lesson right then and there anders franson from uh, mission ridge some of my friends who uh, love to ski yes they've gone off to alberta or elsewhere do you think that a lot of people stayed a little closer to home this year what's the industry like right now are you up in attendance or are you about where you were last year you know, we've, we're coming off three record years in a row. We're not where we were, certainly, but we're certainly where we were pre-COVID, right? And that's kind of the, that's the benchmark that we always look at is, you know, before things went crazy, what, what were we doing? And, and things are looking good in that respect. I think part of what we're seeing is the snow's not good out west right now, right? A lot of, a lot of resorts out west are struggling because they rely so much on the natural snow. And, and we're, we're unique in the prairies that everything you're skiing on in the prairies is man-made, right? There's there's very little natural snow that we that we rely on. So our conditions are perhaps a little more consistent than some of the resorts out west. Um, I think that's 
helping with the numbers, right? Like you say, people are sticking a little bit closer to home because the conditions are marginal where they normally would go. So, Well, good for um, you guys. Look, I don't want to let you go without talking about uh, you're more than just snowboarding and skiing. Some people uh, forget there's a tube hill out there. Tell everyone what that's like. The tube park is wildly popular. I mean, that we were fortunate enough that we focused on snowmaking there early in the season, so that was open right, at, right on the 16th of December as well, and it's, it continues to be wildly popular. So um, the nice part about the tube park is we we realized it works best when when it's not so busy out there. So we've limited capacity in the tube park the last few years. Uh, you book those tickets online, you always know that you're going to have enough space out there for everybody to enjoy themselves. So, M- Mom and Dad want to know how safe that is, buddy. Is that uh, something you wear a helmet to or what? You know, we always encourage helmet use for any activity, right? I mean, that's that goes hand in hand with any sort of sliding sports in our opinion uh we rent them here at the at the resort so if it's something you want to do for sure by all means we can we can look after you it's very controlled though right like the the amount of safety tests that we go through each day and periodically throughout the day uh is substantial so very very controlled but also very fun so well it's a great option for uh the long break here the february break you're busy and i thank you for the update anders awesome thanks for the call again I see on TV tonight uh, the premiere of The Rookie into its sixth season. A lot of the shows coming back now, uh, a little delay because of the writer's strike from a few months back. But uh, if you're a fan of that one, it's back. Uh, Grey's Anatomy next month. Good Doctor is back tonight. That's one I've watched pretty consistently over the years. This is its last uh, season. They're wrapping it up. It's been filmed entirely in Vancouver. And I want to recommend uh, True Detective. On Crave, it's a newest season called Night Country with Jodie Foster. It was phenomenally fun to watch. I have to admit, Kevin Martell joining me now from the 980C Jammy Newsroom. I like Jodie Foster, but she is incredible in this series. I've heard that this season of True Detective was among the best. And I've heard very good things, especially about season one of True Detective. I think it had who Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. M- McConaughey. And I heard that I never was watched really it. good. But I heard this season with Jodie Foster. Yeah, is he, I, I saw, I think, season three. This is the fourth. You don't have to have seen any of the other seasons to enjoy this. Yeah. And they have been advertising it a ton, right, on TV. Uh, and uh, boy, she's, she's phenomenal in it. And it's got a real supernatural theme, which I don't tend to like. Yeah. But by the finale. It was based more on reality, which really gave me, uh, well, I was really happy how it ended. It's only six episodes, too. I started watching Saturday. We wrapped it up rather quickly, so I recommend that. What did you see on the weekend? We went to the Regina Symphony Orchestra playing Harry Potter. Symphony. Yeah, well, and I said to uh, (laughs) a girlfriend who I went with, I said, I feel like we should be wearing like, you know, almost like suits and ties or like bow ties. Dinner jacket. But because it was Harry Potter, I also felt like, you know, you'd wear like Harry Potter glasses and with a did wand. They? <laughs> did they have lots of people in the they audience? They did, yeah. Up? Yeah, they did. A lot of a lot of kids I noticed were were dressed up. But it was so good that at moments you had to look down at the you know, the individuals who were playing because it sounded so good that you just thought it was the regular movie. You know what I mean? You had to look down at them and be like, oh, yeah, remind yourself, they're actually playing this music. If you were just to watch the screen, you'd think, oh, yes, they're just playing the, the movie itself. But the timing, the the maestro had a little, um, had a little 
screen and you could see a little prompt when the music began. Yeah. And he was, you know, he'd fire away and the band would start, the orchestra would play right at the moment and you had to be precise. So there were times you were trying to catch the symphony snoring. <laughs> By the sounds of it, because that's what I would have done. I think, okay, are they going to miss their cue or not? No, they uh, they were always they on. nailed it. Yeah, they were fantastic. It was a great show. All right, good to hear. Is that about the highlight of your weekend there? Yeah, Is that, that as good was, as it got. Everything else was uh, downhill <laughs> after that, Greg. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with a recharging weekend though, yeah, and that's what I seem to do a lot of. Just uh, putzing around the house, watching a lot of sports, and enjoying uh, the outdoors. No school this week, but the teachers. May have an announcement for us, but uh, not to get excited about this. What's this one about? Yeah, so a little bit later this morning, they're going to be the STF, Saskatchewan Teachers Federation. It's going to have members from other teacher groups in other provinces. In provinces that have successfully negotiated class size and complexity into their contracts. So we'll hear from the STF, joined by these other teacher member groups, and we'll find out exactly how they've done it in other provinces. At least that's what we're expecting. We're not sure if there will be announcement of any kind regarding next week when kids are back in school, if there's, for example, another rotating strike or any other um, actions that they'll take. Well, this is just so sad to share, but we must. The whole town of Davidson reeling from a uh, tragedy on Sunday there. Yeah, this was uh, this was a tough one to to see Five people killed in a house fire. Just a tragic, devastating uh, occurrence in that city. Three of them kids. Um, Now, we're hearing from our reporter, Shane Clausing, who went to the community over the weekend, that these were grandparents looking after their grandkids. The parents were away. Uh, The grandparents were pulled from the house. They were eventually declared dead, and then they found the the children inside. So just a a terrible story. And, I mean, it's for a lot of people in that community we're hearing from, I mean, they're still trying to process what happened. Well, Davidson is a fair size, halfway between here and Saskatoon. We know that. But, uh, you know, still rural Saskatchewan, always a tight-knit community. So I know everyone is affected by that. And uh, as we are here, it's just awful to hear something like that occurring. So uh, our our thoughts with the... uh, the folks in Davidson here this morning. It's 6.56, Kevin, and at the breakfast table this morning, not that I start a morning with eggs, but just in case we should warn people, there is a, what, what is this, a, uh, you're cracking down on uh, something here, aren't you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's this a This re- isn't your idea, it's, I know. It's <laughs> a recall, yeah, it's the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, <laughs> uh, possible salmonella, uh, and a lot of them are, you know, eggs that you probably would buy, like they're Pretty common brands, Compliments, No Name, Harmon, Star Eggs. Now, these range as well. We're talking to you about uh, different sizes of eggs. I mean, some are extra large, some are medium, some are just regular old large. And as well, how many in a pack? Well, that ranges from 12 to 60. So there are a number of moving parts here. If you're unsure wherever you bought your eggs from, the grocery store, just call them and ask, hey, I got this. What should I do with them? Throw them out. Well, or, if this were Halloween, it's a no-brainer what to do with them, right? But it's not. So. We don't do that, Greg. Come on now. Got to clean up. Oh, not mess. Kevin Martell. No, never. Uh, thank you, Kevin. We'll uh, talk to you Thanks, again Greg. shortly. It's 6.58.
All right, you're done singing. I know that one. Almost everyone always just breaks into karaoke mode. Did you hear about this European satellite set to fall to Earth today? It weighs 2,300 kilograms or about 5,000 pounds. One expert said it's about the size of an adult rhino. I'm hoping it doesn't come down horn first. The experts can't predict exactly where it's going to land either. All they've done is share this grainy satellite photo of what it looks like from afar. And if you look at the photo, to me it looks like Darth Vader coming at us in his TIE fighter. But know this, the odds odds of it hitting you are under one in a billion. Or 65,000 times lower than the risk of you being hit by lightning. And you will be happy to know we're not expecting any lightning today either. So that's one less thing to worry about. But be curious to see where that lands. Fortunately, I am mighty. He is mighty. He has embraced Thor mentality. And Rider Nation has quickly embraced A.J. Olette, who is our newest member that came to us in free agency last week from the Argos. And he was busy using social media on the weekend. Asking Ryder Nation if anyone can help him look for a spot to drop his camper for the season. And he was also asking for a place to watch his dogs for the away games. Heck, I even saw a few people sharing photos where he was out personally dropping season tickets off to fans who renewed. AJ Ouellette quickly becoming a uh, Ryder fan favorite here, doing things like that. As for whether or not he found a place to drop his camper or to keep his dogs uh, during away games, I'm not entirely sure. But I know there are many who were replying to his tweet on X when he did that. Uh, one other CFL note from free agency. It seems like the Ticats have re-signed all-star receiver Tim White, who was among the highest paid receivers last year. He'd been uh, reportedly looking for 300000 and no other teams took the bite. So it uh, looks as if he's going to remain in Hamilton. Really quick, if uh, you're driving around town and happen to be going down Dudney Avenue, this caught my eye on the weekend. 2,500 block of Dudney. Right there on the uh, side of the office. I believe it's the Street Culture Project office. But they may have have been doing some repairs. I don't know. Or they're ripping something down. They removed part of the side of the building. And it's revealed a sign that has got to be vintage like 60 years ago. Why not have in your own kitchen the same fast, cool, clean, controlled gas cooking that fine chefs insist on? Live modern for less with gas. Yeah, it's Blair Brothers Gas Appliances. Very cool to see that advertisement. What a, At the time, it was probably state-of-the-art appliances, right? But uh, very vintage, cool look. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to last up on the side of the building, but... I would think it would be really neat if they could just keep it and, uh, you know, kind of like treat it as a mural. It would be kind of fun. Who's coming into my studio now from a weekend of relaxation 
And checking out a coal mine, Evan Bray, <laughs> starting the Evan Bray Show. Uh, not many people can say that this weekend. Tell me about this. Yeah, that was exciting. Uh, on uh, Friday night, we were went down to Estevan, visit friends, and on Saturday, uh, took a tour of the Westmoreland coal mine that uh, is a big part of, of not only Estevan's economy, but basically how you and I get power every day. And man, it was fascinating. It's one of those things, like how many times do you drive through Estevan down to portal and you pass all those mounds of yeah. earth, right? Yeah. Where they're doing the coal mining, but you have no understanding of what goes into it. it it's fascinating. Yeah. And some of those uh, mounds are pretty steep. Like, did you go down into Oh yeah. Pit? Oh yes. We went down. We had uh, Wade who gave us the tour. He's a superintendent with the mine and uh, we rode in the truck with him and we got to go. Yeah. I mean, we went down in there. We talked with different operators uh, there is a piece of machinery. I don't know if it's always there. I think it is. Yes. It is so ginormous. Yes, it's the drag line, and they've got like four or four or five of them that operate down there. And yeah, uh, yeah it's. I, I can't say enough about number one how professional they were. They didn't know I was coming. Right, this was kind of an impromptu thing. So um, I talked with all kinds of different staff down there. They're very positive. They focus on safety. And they generate a lot of coal, which helps keep our lights on. And if you ever wonder how fun Evan Bray is, get a load of this. He says to his wife, honey, I got some special plan. You're coming to <laughs> Just Estevan, after Valentine's Day. And you took Day. her along. Yeah, let's, come on a, let's go you, on a tour how, of the mine. How did Jody enjoy it? Well, as much she as enjoyed you? it. Yeah, but she didn't uh, She didn't climb up <laughs> on the machinery like I did. She was she was happy to stand on the ground and take pictures. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> you boys go up there. I'll be your your. <laughs> Photographer, uh, I watched uh, uh, a little of the Scotties, uh, Skyler Ackerman's team. They were looking so great, three and zero going into yesterday. Yeah. They lost two, unfortunately, they, but still three and two. Yeah, the, I watched some of the Scotties too, and I'm not always someone that'll sit down and watch curling, but uh, I did watch a bit of it over the weekend. Some good curling there, and some good storylines too. Team Canada, uh, Jennifer Jones in her last Scotties, and of course Skylar Ackerman, who's the young rookie who's doing quite well. So yeah, Saskatchewan is going to be uh, taking on the four and one defending champs, uh, Carrie Anderson's rink later this afternoon. So uh, that would be an upset. Let's uh, fingers crossed. Hope she does well there. There is so much in the way of hockey news. Like uh, you pointed this one out to me. Austin Matthews leading the way yeah, with goals. 49. Yeah, he's on a tear, that guy. And I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Leafs fan, but you have to. Who is? You have to. It. Well, I know a few. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's having a great season. And, and Connor Bedard comes back on Saturday night. You can just feel the buzz when he gets the puck. Here he comes again and shoots goal! Yeah, they uh, they had uh, Ottawa Saturday night. He potted a goal yesterday. He goes up against Carolina, and uh, one goal called back because it was offside. He still got a goal and two assists. Uh, since coming back, he snagged two goals and four assists. I know. He's showing uh, that he's picking up where he left off, and it's funny that he still leads the league for all rookies in scoring, even though he was off for like five weeks. Yeah, it's incredible. And then there were a couple outdoor games, and I, I watched a little because on social media, I saw everyone sharing how New Jersey and Philadelphia were playing outside, right? And uh, New Jersey shows up dressed like uh, in Soprano-style inspired outfits into the rink, and the Flyers come out dressed in 70s workout clothing, looking like Rocky <laughs> as he made it that look famous in the original, and Torts, in between periods, giving it to his Flyers. spit nails, kid. Like the guy says, you're going to eat lightning. And you're going to crap thunder. 
Torts did not uh, actually give enough fire into that speech because they lost six <laughs> three. But your Islanders played I outdoors know. against the Rangers, which might have been the most entertaining outdoor game. ever. And of course, I'm so pumped because we're leading all the way and we lose in overtime to the yeah. Rangers. A questionable goal, no less. Yeah, well, I, I mean, a questionable game. <laughs> so frustrated. <laughs> well, that was fun. And of course, Yarmir Yager. Uh, he was golden as they hung his uh, number 68 in the rafters of Pittsburgh. They all wore like uh, wigs to make it look like they were wearing mullets during the. <laughs> I thought that took, was so cool. He took the warm up with I them. I know. And, you know, man, does he still look good out there? Hey, he he's solid on his skates and uh, very reflective of his teammates. And uh, uh, thanked everyone, including his girlfriend. It might have been the line of the day. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh by that. <laughs> But I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. It's cute, too, when they showed her, she's laughing, and uh, Jagger's mom was right next to her, and she leans in, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, typical mom. Yeah. She yeah. says, oh, I'll explain later. <laughs> it, was, it was a good ceremony. Okay, what's coming up on the show today? Yeah, we've got lots. We're, uh, we're chatting about a few different things. Of course, emergency shelters have been in the news in a big way in Saskatoon. Uh, we've we've uh, dealt with them throughout the province in various ways, but a bit of a fight going on between a pastor of a church near the Fairhaven shelter and the Saskatoon Tribal Council Chief Mark Arcan because of some back and forth on whether the shelter's being run properly, does it need to be closed down? I've got Chief Mark Arcan who's joining me on the show and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk a bit about hockey culture. You and I are just chatting about hockey uh, with those players that were charged with sexual assault from the uh, World Junior Team Canada team about how we have these conversations in our home. Sheldon Kennedy's been weighing in on this so we're going to talk about that and get some thoughts as well. CJME News Time now is 728.